Welcome everyone to episode 25 of Raw Sport. My name is Armando Hawley. And as he does every single week, Mr. Tony Sheen, my co-host, joins me on the show. Tony, how are you, buddy? How's things? Ahmed, good to be with you on this Monday morning. Huge guest today. Big, big guest. The man who's dedicated many years, resources, money, you name it, to the sport of boxing. Mr. Angelo DiCarlo, how are you, buddy? Welcome to the show. Good, thanks. Uh, great. Thanks for having me here and uh, uh, getting my insight to the Australian boxing. Hey, um, uh, now... Angelo, welcome to the show. Now, we know you're a formidable force in the boxing landscape, but tell us what you do outside of boxing. Um, we're a developer, so we, you know, uh, do some high-rise buildings. We do housing. We do, uh, uh, at the moment, we're doing a shopping centre with uh, units above. So, you know, that's really where where our funding comes from to to put into the sport because there's no money in the uh, in the sport of boxing, to be honest. Now, now, you're in Queensland. Whereabouts can all your fans come and spend all their money? In terms of uh, properties? In terms of the shopping centres? Uh, the shopping centres, Roachdale. Yeah, Roachdale. That's uh, the south side of Brisbane, maybe 10 minutes away from uh, from the city. Beautiful. Awesome. Um, Angelo, for many, many years, you've you've been involved in the sport. You've, <clears throat> you, you, you've seen things come and go. You've seen the sport rise and, the, and 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 the lows of the sport. Where would you see the sport now? Like, are we in a good place? Look, I think most people would think that we're in a good place, but that's been short-sighted, to be honest. Um, the the boys at No Limits have done a good job, obviously through uh, George Rose. George Rose was given the opportunity to um, to showcase uh, fighters obviously on the back of his NRL background and they've taken it with both hands and, uh, and done well. Um, but the, the, they've done well and, but other people could be doing the same thing with the same format. You know what I mean? So. Interesting. So basically what I've gathered there is that the picture's rosy, but there could be some issues moving forward and, and like pretty much, our, our headline today is Boxing Monopoly Threat in Australia. So are we moving towards that? Look, to be honest, it's it's already there. You know what I mean? They're, everybody's been forced to in, into a corner. Um, uh, young kids, young fighters don't see that. Trainers don't see that. Too many, tr too many trainers want to be seen on TV. Too many fighters want to be seen on TV. So they're all being pushed into a corner, and obviously there's a monopoly there at the moment with with the No Limits team. Um, I just go back to we've you know in the last twelve months, the No Limits team and myself and my team have had um, meetings with them to try and do co-shows. Um, you know, in Queensland. Sorry. In Queensland. In we we flew down to Sydney for one of the meetings, and they flew to Brisbane for one of the meetings. So they're serious chats where we all took time out of our busy schedule to meet up and try and better the sport. Unfortunately, that that hit a brick wall very quickly. We, we wasted a lot of time. Um, why is that? I'm not sure. I mean, we, we've, we've been for, forward in, in supplying some fighters to the No Limits team um, just for the betterment of the sport to make sure that they're not regurgitating the same fighters like they are. What we're seeing is the same fighters regurgitated all the time. Um, 
And so for that reason, we're not really seeing the best fighters in Australia. We're seeing some great fights. They're putting some great fights together, no doubt whatsoever. Um, but again, give Brian Amatruda, give Billy Hussain, give a, a, a Paul Nazari, give Tony Tolge. They're just a few names. You give them the same platform, okay, we would be able to do exactly what they're doing. There's no doubt whatsoever because it's really not no limits doing it. But what I see is it's news media. It's Fox Sports. It's main event. They're, they're really the promoters. That's the way I see it. Am I right? Am I wrong? I'm not, I'm, I don't care. It's just that's the way I feel about it. They're just the name that's been put forward. Um, but realistically, the other people are, are who's doing all the work. Because let's go back to when I was doing Fox Sports. So I've done Fox Sports shows. I've done Channel 9 shows. My Channel 9 show was the highest rating show ever in Australian history, right? We went head-to-head -head with um, with the ARIA Awards and beat them in numbers. Okay? That's huge. That, it is wow. huge, right? Okay, so that was Rocky Jerkic against uh, Shannon Chaggy King. Huge numbers. Our Fox shows used to get good numbers. And remember, we didn't have KO back in them days. KO gives the accessibility to get on your phone. That's something that we didn't have back then. We didn't have news media behind us. We didn't have, um, you know, a show coming up where it would be on the NRL stage. Um, all these platforms that they've got, it's, you know, have they contributed to getting them together? Yes, maybe they have. But but the truth is you can't do that if, if them platforms aren't willing to work with a promoter. And so obviously News Limited have actually put everybody together and it's really... Yes, it's a it's a no limit show, but Jesus, if they've got a lot of support, it's it's a little bit different when you've got to take your money out of your own back uh, pocket, hard earned money, to uh, to get these fighters where they need to be. Angelo, take us inside that meeting with no limit, say for the Brisbane meeting, and detail what the bone of contention was that was a waste of time in terms of meeting the Rose Boys. Well, look, it, it was really just a meeting to try and get our uh, our fighters on, on that, that platform where we had um, a co-promotional uh, um, situation where virtually our fighters, the ace boxing group fighters, um, were showcased on the main event shows, on the Fox Sports shows, which would then mean that we're, we're not regurgitating the same fighters. That's what's happening at the moment. But the Australian public don't know. Remember, I'll just go through some names just so you can understand what Australian boxing's missing out on. Um, so you've got people like Liam Parra, um, George Combosis, Dempsey McKean, Jason and Andrew Maloney, um, Joe Goodall, Dara Foley, Jaya Patea, Ben Mahoney, Clay Waterman, Matteo Tapia, um, Stevie Sparks, Ebony Bridges, Nick Johnson, Jack Bowen, Justice Hooney, Sky Nicholson, Floyd Mason, former world champion, Luke Medini, Jalen Tate, Connor Wallace, Rocky Ogden, Beck, uh, Beck Hawker. They're all names that are lost. They're lost completely. They're the cream of Australian boxing. Absolute cream of Australian boxing. Okay? They're all lost. And they're lost because they obviously this, this chat that we had with No Limits didn't come to fruition. So these fighters are lost to the Australian public. The Australian public don't know what they're missing out on. They just believe that the fighters that have been shown are the best fighters that we have. Well, they're not. 
trust me, they're not the best fighters we have in Australia. And are they all under the ace boxing banner? A lot of them are under the ace boxing banner. Some of them are um, yeah. with Tasman fighters. Um, some of them yeah. are with um, with Eddie Hearn now. I mean, yeah, with yeah, Matthew. Now you yeah. talk about yeah. Eddie Hearn yeah. coming into Australia. Yeah. Coming into Australia yeah. and work with me. I was the one that got Eddie Hearn to Australia, right? So we, we started working together and now we've opened up the doors for everybody else. Now I've had on numerous occasions people say, well, how did you let the other people in? Well, because all I care about is the betterment of the sport. I'm not worried about who else gets an opportunity. I mean, we we don't care about who gets an opportunity, providing our fighters are seen. That's the different focus that we have compared to most other promoters. All the other promoters are just worried about themselves. Well, not all. Some of the other promoters are only worried about themselves. Rather than working together, because that's ultimately what we should be doing, is working together to, to make sure that our, our our fighters can reach that global stage. Sorry, um, uh, Ange, how much money have you invested and how much time have you invested into trying to better the sport? I've, I've spent 23 years promoting, okay, whether it be the amateur or professional. I don't think there's anybody in Australia that's done any more shows than me. Now, I think I'm up around about the 130 as a pro, pro cards. But if you're looking at amateur and professional, we're probably about 170 shows. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, the way I feel about the sport, just to give you an idea, if you look at if you look at my history, like the Ace Boxing Group have done 10, 9, 10, 11 shows a year. This year I'm tapping out at four. Why? Because I believe... Wow. We're heading down a massive tube that's going to kill the sport. That's my honest opinion, you know. And, and yet, yet the the news media and all them are trying to make it look like it's better than ever. It's better better than ever if you're if you're with um, the team, whether it be whether you call it no limits, whether you I don't see it as being no limits. No limits are just the name that they've put forward. But I think it's a big, you know, you've got. Fox Sports main event, News Limited, all of them have gotten together. They've picked a team because of George Rose, obviously his background, and um, this is why we're in the situation we're in. Do, do you mind me asking, is there a money component to this? I Look, I, I think um, whilst I respect what the George brothers have done, I've got to say that their stranglehold with the sport is going to restrict us, okay? When people might like myself, and I know Will Tomlinson um, from Wildfighters also sat down and had conversations with them, was promised to do a shows in conjunction. Um, and obviously that didn't come to fruition as well. That means that they're, whilst they're willing to talk to everybody and maybe tap into their fighters, they're not willing to, um, how can I say, share what they've got. Um, which I understand. Hey, listen, good luck to them. I think if if everybody was given the opportunity they they were, they'd take it with both hands. But I will say this: when we were doing Fox, when I, when I was doing Fox uh, um, many years ago, Brian Amatruda was doing it, and we had another promoter doing it as well, right? Okay, I was doing seven shows a year. Brian Amatruda was doing five shows, and I and a third promoter done three shows a year. My shows. Uh, mine and Brian's shows outshone 
voucher on the, the, the third promoter shows, right? We were asked to do extra shows. I absolutely said to Fox Sports, not interested. And they said, what do you mean you're not interested? I said, well, I'm not interested because I don't believe I can give you any more than seven shows. I'm flat out giving you seven good shows with the talent that I've got, okay? And that's what I believe No Limit should do now is say, hey, listen, we've reached our limit. We're just regurgitating. And and the Australian public aren't really seeing the best fighters. When you think, you know, Liam Paro, let's let's look at Liam Paro. Jalen Tate, in my opinion, we're talking about an Indigenous fighter here, right? okay? Jalen Tate is probably the best talent this country's got. He's fought on a No Limit show, but really had to push my way onto the card. And he's also fought on a um, Eddie Hearn show, right? A matchroom card. Mate, he's 14, 13 and 0, sorry, fighting on November 11 on uh, my show on the Sharks, right? That kid is super talented. I mean, Liam Paro. I mean, you, why, why are these guys not seen on this platform? You know, I mean, George Kambosis is a perfect example. This guy has had to travel all around the world to be seen. I mean, fighting the best fighters across on the other side of the world. And and now he's been asked, from what I, my understanding, I don't know the absolute facts on this, but he wanted to fight in Australia and he's been told that he has to go through uh, the no limits. Well, I don't, if you haven't spent any money on this kid, why should you be entitled to some of the um, people that he brings to the sport? I just don't know. Especially that he's a, especially he's a unified world champion, literally. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a linear world champion. He's, he's he, he unified the world division. Did something that Aussie and Aussie hasn't done in many many years, if ever. Um, I think he he holds the right to hold his own show, his own platform, and he determines the uh, the actual contract and what goes into it, not the the, the other way around. Well, well sadly, sadly, um, obviously, it's people like him and many others that are going to miss out in Australian boxing. And let's talk about. At one stage, you had a relationship with Bain Sports. What happened there? With I mean, Bain Sport? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bain Sports, Sports yeah. we had a, a, a contract. And our contract was virtually, we were paying for everything. So that they weren't paying for production or nothing. So that was coming out of our own pocket. I think the first one we'd done was cost us $90,000 for production alone. And then we, we cut that wow. down. By the time we finished, we were somewhere around about thirty thousand dollars. Okay, so we were paying for that. Okay, um, weren't charging. We were doing it all free, um, but we done that because we wanted to be a competitor. Sorry, a, a competitor against. Um, sorry, man. Um, against no limit. No, not not only no limits. Fox Sport, really. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. 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 Okay, and why did that not? go on i mean you you invest a lot of time and money and effort basically from my understanding is that you saw a future fox, there fox um fox have made a decision to get rid of being sport yes. they did right yes so then they went linear themselves they 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 launched their their, their own streaming platform were their numbers not there or what's the Look, um we we had we had big numbers um you know, we had big numbers of viewing at the time. Off the top of my head, I can't remember, but we had huge numbers. But I'll just give you one of, I'll, just to give you an idea, we've got all these fighters that are really keen on fighting on Fox Sports and main event. What they're under, what they're not understanding is 
that there is going to be a shift in the market. And obviously that shift is going to be um, digital with digital media and everything like that. All, the, all these live yeah. streaming is going to, going to take over the sport, trust yeah. me, right? But yeah. like, look at our show in, uh, I think when Floyd Mason won the world title, right? Okay. We, we went free to air on uh, YouTube, on Ace Boxing YouTube channel, 22,000 viewers. Okay. Is, now, is that good? They bloody hope it's good. When you, yeah, when you consider the Fox Sports, solid. Um, you know, and they have KO, remember, just keep this in mind, they have KO. They're not even getting them numbers. They're not even getting close to them numbers unless Tim Zoo's fighting. Okay. And they're were they – sorry, Ange, were these subscribers that they have to pay to no, watch the boxing? No, free to air. Free. We've done it free. That's that's all, all, all we cared about was to get out to the media, right? So and, – and give these young kids that weren't getting the exposure some exposure. And so that's the reason why we've done it, right? And that's what we'll continue to do. We are in chats, chats with Channel 9. We are also in chats with Channel 7. We're putting a proposal together as we speak. What happens there, I'm not sure. I mean, but look, I'm going to be honest and say that if none of them come to fruition, well, then it's probably time for me to pack up because I don't see the sport sport going anywhere. Uh, it, it's going wow. to be very... That's a well, bombshell. It's, it's just, um, where, where do you stop? Where do you stop, That's... you know... That's you and Brian in consecutive episodes saying the well, same that, thing. Doesn't that tell you where the sport is? I mean, forget about what's been perceived by the media. The media's the media's even here. Here's another thing, right? The media's even telling uh, the journalists what they can and can't write about. So we'll go, we go back to. Can you tell, tell us me? more? Tell, tell us, tell us, tell us more about that. Actually, oh, you heard a bit of a story. Yeah, hey, you there? yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I heard a bit of a story about um, apparently there was an entity that went out to try and put a a story in uh, one of the News Corp. Um, I, th I think it was a paper or, or, or platforms, and they said no, you have to be a part of the No Limit team, or otherwise you you can't That's get a story true. in there. That's true. That's true. We were we um... okay. Obviously, sorry. so it was you guys. Was that you guys? Yes, yes, it was. So, the lead, right, the leading journalist in Australia. I'm not going to get in trouble, but he was told that you had to be connected yeah. to the um, to the No Limits brand for them to be marketing. Well, which study so, was it in Queensland? I think that sort of narrows it down to time. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be respectful, mate. I'll, I'll be respectful because obviously you got to remember these guys are all on the books. And, and, yeah. and what I mean by they're on the books, they're they're getting paid by whether it be you know um, no limits, whether it be by the uh, news media or who it may be. They're trying to protect their jobs, which is fair enough, and I, I respect that. So I don't want to be getting anybody in trouble. But let me tell you, I was told by a, a leading journalist that obviously they had to restrict the amount of stuff they could say about any other promoters that aren't connected to, to no limits. Um, and I'll go one step further as well um, and say this. I'm very well aware of this, that you see the headphones, head, head mics you're wearing? Well, when they're, when they're commentating on Fox Sports and main event, that if you if you go out of line, okay, now I know people that have been thrown in there to, 
to talk uh, talk up no limits fighters, right? And um, they've been told through the mic, change, divert, divert. You know, that's pretty strong when that's happening. You know, so you know you can't talk about another fighter. Listen, what do we see across the world? The the, the best thing that we see across the world is this: that no matter whether it's an Eddie Hearn show, um, whether it's top rank show whether it's PBC, no matter what, right? If I've got a heavyweight fighter in a division, let's talk about a heavyweight fighter. Say I've got a heavyweight fighter, I've got Dempsey McKean, okay? So if there's two heavyweights fighting on that platform, on, say, a matchroom platform, how often do you see the commentators actually talking about another heavyweight? It, it, it happens very often because that's... Yeah, they talk about yes, the division. They're in that yeah, division, and it brings that other, it brings that kid's name or that fighter's name into the system. So when they bring him in into the mix, that he's at least known because he's been talked about. They can't exactly. talk about somebody else's fighter. I mean, have you ever heard anybody, anybody talk about an ace fighter? Very rare. The only one that gets away with it is Jeff Finnick, right? Because he has that. That attitude, because he's a four-time world champion. Yeah, he he shouldn't be restricted. He shouldn't be restricted. Well, nobody should. Well, that's he's the best pound for pound fighter we've had in this country, and and I think that's the reason they they use him because they understand that he's his presence is huge in this sport. You know, you can talk about any other fighter. Look, it's like when they talk about Tim Zhu. Sorry, I love Tim Zhu. What he's done, the dedication. Um, you know. It, that he's that he's given this sport is second to none and hence the reason he's world champion today um probably not talented based because let's let's talk about jaya patea wow we're talking about a freak you know jaya patea is a great fighter but he's nobody knows him who knows what a disaster and the international promoters like a bob aram or an eddie hearn or yeah oscar delahoy are they um, do they understand what's going on in this country? Look, you know, I've gone out of my way to tell Eddie Hearn about it. I've spoken to Carl Moretti about it from Top Rank. So they're very well aware of what's happening. But, look, the problem is what a, a lot of people also don't understand is we're 26 million people, okay? None of them platforms want – they don't want care. an Australian world champion, let me tell you. Can you elaborate? Well, what? Why would they want an Australian world champion when you got twenty-six million people with maybe what one or two percent viewing public? You got what? Well, you got Mexico, one hundred and sixty million people, fifty percent viewing public. Philippines, Puerto Rico. You know, it's a numbers game. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. It's a numbers game. If if you can't get people, it's, they don't even care about the venue. Because they'll give them tickets away if they don't sell, wow. right? Okay, but it's a numbers game. Who's tapping into the? Who's tapping and who's paying for it? Well, let me tell you, Australians unfortunately can't pay for for um, for content. You know what I mean? They don't pay. We just haven't. It's not a big enough sport. It's not a tier tier one sport in Australia. You know, the other thing that's surprising to me, again, people will have a go at me for saying this, but I don't care. I say it the way it is. And I can go and watch some of the best fighters in the world, right? Canelo, 
you know, Fury, whether you love him or not, okay, um, you can watch them guys for $29. In Australia, we're paying $60. Mm. What, what, what's yeah, going wrong there? Big difference. What, I mean, why are we, why are the, why does the Australian public have to be paying as much as they pay? Definitely, that's definitely creating a barrier um, between the general fan and the, um, and the actual hardcore and the actual boxing itself. So what you have now is you have this tiered approach where you only have hardcore fans tuning into, in, into the yep. sports where the growth of the sport comes is when the regular fan, the part-time fan tunes in and really gets into it because they're the ones that end up paying that $30 or $40 or $50 or whatever it is. But I see the issue here is, is this fragmentation, this segmentation. It's like this group has come out now, News Corp and, uh, and, and No Limit, that they've, they've come out and said pretty much we are going to look after ourselves, if you guys and, and the sport, and uh, we don't really care what happens. This is an opportunity to milk the Team Zoo train. We'll make money off the pay-per-view. We'll make money nowhere else because they're certainly making money because, um, make money. because yeah. i was i was privy to some of the numbers some of the numbers which yeah. i'll keep to myself because a, a friend of mine or somebody that i respect i should say in the industry and i would vote as the best uh, tr uh, promoter for australia and that is a fellow by the name of dean Onigan. i think he's a lot yeah, yeah, forgotten yeah. person but let's 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 be real Dean Lonergan has produced the biggest ever, right, ever show in Australia. Was that Horn and Pacquiao? Yes. Yeah. He then went ahead and done um, Joseph Parker. Huge. It's on our soil. It's still on our soil, yeah. right? Okay. Um, you, he's produced Zoo Horn, okay? But more importantly than that is, He's the only promoter and the first promoter that opened the doors to, to people like the No Limits Boys, and that was for government funding. Because I haven't tapped into that yet. And nobody nobody that I know has tapped into it except for Dean Lonigan and uh, the No Limits Boys, right? Uh, Coda Nasser did with Adelaide. Sorry? Coda Nasser did with Mundane Green in Adelaide. Oh, yeah, but, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll keep Coda out of it because Coda... Coda's finished now, and um, what he done for the sport was huge. Mundine brought revived our sport. Mundine gave opportunities to many Aussies. He's on a different league, and he mm. he's what he done was legendary. I'll just I'll just leave it at that because a lot of people hated him, but let me tell you, he he opened the doors for a lot of Aussies and gave them huge paydays. Okay, and I I just when we're relying on somebody like Tim now. He's going overseas. What's going to happen? That's not going to be there anymore, you know? That's what worries me. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. This is what I, what I meant before is they're sort of milking this this uh, hype train now, but what's going to happen is the end is going to be a disaster because so much, so many resources have gone into this concerted effort where, or sorry, concentrated effort but we've, we've forgotten about the rest. And that's very, very common, unfortunately. And I pretty much mentioned this last week when we spoke to Brian. Al, Al Heyman and PBC 
did the same in America. They they limited their fighters to who to who they fought. They would not work with any other networks. And then look at all the all the fighters that they padded padded record after record. Look look what ended up happening to them. Fox doesn't want to do any more business because not enough people are tuning in. Now they have to go find another home. And let's not talk about the hundreds of millions of dollars that, that were wasted. Now, that's a different ball, ball game altogether. That can work in that market there because it's big enough. Here, that will kill the sport, literally. And we are on that trajectory, unfortunately. Well, you say that can kill the sport? No, it has killed the sport. When you're talking to two of the go. biggest promoters in Australia, I mean, and when I talk big, we talk about longevity. I've, I've given 23 exactly. years to the sport. Brian's given someone like 15 years to the sport. Now, I know No Limits the other day put up that they'd done 10 years. Well, they might have done 10 years, but let me tell you something. Have a look at their first four or five years. They've done three shows or four shows in five years. So really, they've hit the market in the last five years, okay, where they've shown their presence. Their presence has been shown when they had the money to support them, the government funding to support them, you know, would, would they be doing what we're doing, what I'm doing, what Brian's doing, what Tony Told is doing, what Paul Nazar is doing, what Billy Hussain's doing? I see them as more important promoters than the people that are showcasing our fighters because them fighters wouldn't be there. You know, you've got all these freelance uh, uh, trainers, managers, whatever you want to call them, just want to be seen on TV, you know, and that's the problem. That's why. But if we were to close the doors, which has been asked of me many times because the amount of fighters I control, why don't we close the doors? But what does that do? Why would I close the doors? I mean, that's killing our fighters. That's the last thing I want to do. I want to put them on a pedestal and make them feel important because, listen, when they're fighting for titles, they've got eight or ten weeks, you know, they're training hard. You know, why should we take that opportunity away from them? And that has been taken away. Hence the reason so many fighters... Are signed now to international promoters. We've lost wow. the talent. And and what's stopping you from starting a boxing alliance? You and the other four that you that, that you that you've mentioned, and going to to one network and saying we have hundred fighters, we got all the fighters. You, you can only fight each other so many times elsewhere. No, I think what? that just kills I mean, that kills our sport even more. Look, to be honest, um, look. I think it strengthens the sport. Well, I'm going to have to go against you because, and the reason I say that is that I understand that people like Jeff Finnick, right? If people like Jeff Finnick have gone to, I know, I know in his podcast he, he said that he hadn't spoken to uh, the hierarchy of uh, Channel Nine and and Fox Sports. I know he's tried to get in, and he can't get in, right? Doors are closed. Wow. Doors are closed to him, right? Okay, simple. The doors are also closed to people like uh, George Combosis, right? Who, you know, unified a, a division and it's been closed to him. He has to go to, he actually has to work in with another promoter to promote himself. I don't see that as being fair. Bain, Bain Sports. Now, I, I know I've gone back to these guys a few times. And the reason why I have gone back is because they are huge yep. overseas. And Australia's a small market, I get it. But you guys have the resources in terms of the, 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 the talent 
to sort of make them relevant in one sport, in like in one in one category. Is there interest there? Because I know now that they've got a digital platform. Is there any interest there at all? No, they've they've now who's pulled? I don't know. Somebody's obviously done some uh, some maneuvering there. But we we had that platform. We were paying for that platform. Okay, we were paying for production. We were paying for everything. All of a sudden, it disappeared. But it didn't only disappear to boxing, it disappeared to several of the other um, sports that were being shown on there. So it wasn't directed just at boxing. But obviously, it was very hard for Fox Sports to say they were exclusive when we, when I was still doing, when the ace boxing team were, were still doing shows. Breaking numbers, by the way. Because we had a wow. different platform. So it's not... It's not saying that what we were doing was better than anybody. It's just simply we we attracted to a different audience because all of a sudden you had the the audience coming from tennis and the audience coming from the soccer, right? So then people were tapping into our into into our shows and yes. giving us a completely different audience, and that's why our numbers were so big. Wow, um, Ange, now you're a Queensland promoter. Last week we had Victorian promoter. Um, Brian Armitruder on, and then previous to that, we had four-time world champion Jeff Finnick on our show. Now, yeah. obviously, you guys would have spoken since they have come on our program. Have you guys got a message for Fox Sports and No Limit as to how to come out of this? Look, as a, how can you how can you um, how can you have a go at what No Limits are doing? And look, what they're doing is amazing. I respect that. But I think Fox Sports have stuffed up, right? And I've said this to everybody and I'll continue to say it out aloud and not not hidden like most people. They've stuffed up because if you want to give the um, the platform to No Limits, that's all very well and fine. But what you need to do is say, okay, if a promoter can produce um, an equivalent or better card than what the No Limits are doing, then we have to give them we have to give them that exposure. And not only the exposure, that not only the channel of Fox Sports, but also what surrounds it, which is everything that News Limited does as well, which puts you on, on TV, on free-to-air TV, you know, watching the NRL, you know. It's all these little shows that contribute to bringing, uh, you know, a larger audience. When we, were doing, when we were doing TV, just so you remember, just to give you an idea, when I was doing Fox Sports, we got five thousand dollars. Then, after a lot of arguing, we got up to seventeen thousand dollars. Our lighting was costing us somewhere around twenty-five at the time. Wow! Give you an idea, our lighting alone, right? So it wasn't it, it wasn't paying for anything. You look at what they're getting, and I know Dean Lonigan and uh, and uh, Matt Rose are both. Well, when I say Matt Rose, sorry, Newswoman, um, uh, no limits. They're they're getting somewhere around one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty thousand. Wow, that's okay. good money. And getting why, why the spike, though? Why is there such why is there such a spike all of a sudden? Well, obviously they believe that um, they've got a, a product to sell, which is Tim Zoo. The, the Zoo name is if, if you put the Finnick name. Imagine if you put the Finnick name. You know what I mean? Like, of course, the Finnick name would sell hugely as well. You know what I mean? So. You, that's what they. That's what they want. I mean, they. You know, they brought the footballers into it. The footballers give us exposure that we really need. People hated that. I loved it. I loved it simply because it gave us extra eyes, new eyes. 
that's what, what we need. As in Paul Gallon and Sonny Bill Williams? Yeah. What Paul Gallon has done for the sport is amazing. Mate, yeah, he's a New South Welshman, but it doesn't matter, mate. He's, a, <laughs> mate he, he's actually done a lot for our sport. He really has. He's done, you know, Mundine. Wow. Mundine revived our sport. Yep. You know, so you've got to respect that. You know, we needed them and we still need them. But unfortunately, that there's no big names out there in the football that uh, can carry us through. Would you like us to? Sorry, Armin, would you like us to have one of the Rose brothers or both Rose brothers or somebody from Fox Sports to come on our show? To me, it doesn't mean nothing because, as I said, I'm sort of my own person. I really don't care what they what they do. I'm always going to try and think about the fighter. Look, you know, these guys are all talking about you know the best fighter here and the best fighter there. Well. I mean, how can they have the best fighters in Australia? We, we're not showcasing the best fighters in Australia. We're showcasing the best fighters within that are connected to to um, the No Limit brand. Okay, so there's a lot of other fighters that are world-rated and current world champions. There's, I think, seven world champions that we've got at the moment that are not showcased on No Limit shows. Well, can you give us an update on Liam Parrott? What's going on there? William's fighting, as you know, he's fighting in Montana Love, December 9, overseas. He was given the opportunity to fight Progress for the uh, uh, WBC world title. He'd done both of his Achilles oh. and has been in rehab, went into rehab for a few months, came out of it, training like a, a man possessed at the moment. Um, I think, you know, again, we're, we're only going to be seeing that on, on, uh, on, on, on one platform. Why isn't that? He's an Australian. He's an Aussie. Why shouldn't we be seeing him on an Australian platform? Many more people need, need to know his name because he's he's definitely a talent. And I've watched him over over the years just grow and, and prosper. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Angela, okay, we, we've spoken about it all now. We've had you and Brian come on. What's the solution moving forward, mate? Like, how, how do we fix this? I think the solution is similar to what um, they've got overseas, where you've got um, the TV platforms telling, like Eddie Hearn just doesn't pick fights to put on the card. Of course, he might fill a, a card, but you've got to remember he's asked, like just like uh, Top Rank and all them, they're asked to put fights together. So what should happen is our, our, our platform, which is main event or Fox Sports, should be saying, hey, boys, um, you know, to the No Limit boys, this is. I want this fight. What was it going to cost us to make this fight happen on Australian soil? And pay them fighters. Demand them fighters to be seen on the platform. Whether they're with No Limits or whether they're with another promoter, whether it be the Ace Boxing Group, whether it be Billy Hussain's promotion, whether it be um, uh, Brian Amatruda's promotion, Tony Tolgers, you know, um, like Tony Tolge does a lot of great shows, never seen because he's in WA. Like, compared to the shows that we're seeing, of course they're getting great shows, but remember they're not matchmaking either. You've got to also remember that most of their most of their fights are being brought to them. So yeah. because you've got fighters that want to be seen on TV, and you've got and you also got um, trainers. There's so many trainers that want to be seen on TV that will take a fight on TV over uh, an untelevised car. So they present fights to the No Limits crew, okay? 
just like we've done. I've done the same thing. I say, can we get this fight on that card, on that platform, right? But, you know, that... So they're really not even matchmakers anymore. It's all very few. They they matchmake. It's not it's not as big as one might think. Tony, you're you're a former News Corp employee. Come on. Yes. Where are we going with this? Give us some sort of solution, mate. Well, I think it's we wanted to hear from Angelo today, and I think if we were going to go down the News Corp path, I think we'd probably best off having an Angelo DiCarlo and a Brian Armatruder and other big names in the sport come together and work out a solution face to face. Absolutely. I think if it if it if it's for the betterment of the sport, Brian and I will be there anytime. And I know some of our other lineal promoters would would love to be in, involved in a chat. We we need to be showing the Australian public our fighters, all fighters. Yep. Not just fighters that are connected to one brand. You know, and it's not all, and I also don't believe it's all about people that can reach the top. There's stories. We need to understand that there's stories. I, I got young fighters that fight for me, right? One of them, uh, Justin Frost, right? Frosty, mate, three three time Australian champion. This guy fought in the front line. Now, wow. if, he did, if he didn't have boxing in Afghanistan, if he didn't have boxing, you know where he'd be, okay? So why aren't we showcasing these fighters with pride? Okay, it doesn't matter whether they're going to be world champions. I mean, he started late in his career. He could have been anything if he wasn't um, fighting for our country. Why? Why wouldn't somebody grab that and say, "Man, we've got something huge here that we can talk about." A kid that fought in the front line. You know, yeah. PBC did did something similar with um, Sammy Vasquez back, back back in the day. I don't know if you if you actually if you actually remember him. He, he had a similar story. He fought in Iraq, I think, and uh, I think Afghanistan. And they built him up and they built all this hype around him. And he, he, made, he, he made a decent living, actually. Very oh. decent living. And, mate, sh- he should be supported. He should be supported. These, these young kids don't want to be there. You know that. I mean, they don't want to be over there fighting in the front line. You know, he tells me stories about young kids running towards him with, you know, with hand grenades and, and you know, uh, machine guns and stuff like that. That's that's what our, our we should be exposing to the world. A young fighter that's come out of that and has become three-time world champion with no amateur background. Why aren't we showcasing that? Why aren't we showcasing people like Jalen Tate, an Indigenous fighter, right? A proud a proud fighter that has does everything right. Why why are we not? You know, Dempsey McKean. There's so many fighters. The list could go on. You know. Floyd Mason. Well, I'm, I'm only talking about some of my fighters. What about what about all the other fighters? You know that that, that there are out there that aren't aren't getting seen. Well, maybe we should talk to News Corp about doing like a a racing model where the the Boxing Commission pays News Corp to get a page every 48 hours on boxing, be it the lower ranks or the upper ranks, and have the same with Fairfax and Channel Nine. If they're going to promote boxing on stand, they can use Fairfax, and if News does it with Fox Sports, to do the same model. That's something that you can answer because you've worked with them, so you understand that their thinking. And but off the top of my head, I would think with the experience that I've had, they're trying to shut everybody else down. They're not trying to help everybody; they're trying to shut everybody down. Now, I mean, this my conversation with you guys might come back and you know and, and backfire on me, but I don't care. I don't need this sport. I don't need the sport. The sport needs me. And what I mean by the sport needing me is. 
that I'm putting my money into it. I'm not generating wealth from this. I'm actually losing wealth, okay? If you understand the money that I've put into the sport. So I want to change lives. I don't care. I mean, people say to me, oh, you know, uh, why do you grab that fighter? Because I think he can win a world title. I don't care. He's got no story behind him. I want a young kid that that says to me, because the first thing I ask them when they sign with me, what do you believe your potential is? If somebody says to me, I want to win a world title, and I know that his potentials are winning a, an Australian title, I tell him that. I say, mate, your dream should be to win an Australian title. Okay. And then when they get to that milestone, it's huge for them. It changes their life. I mean, that's what we should be looking at doing is changing lives. Because let me tell you, some of the Aussie fights, we're, we're not behind the world, I can tell you now. No, no way whatsoever. We send we send people overseas into training camps, not because we have better trainers, but we have better sparring. More, um, how can I say, unique sparring. It's different. Here, they're sparring the same people. You know what I mean? So our talent, our trainer's talent, our, our fighter's talent, we've got a lot of talent here that's not, not really been exposed. Ange, does Ace Boxing have an email address so that any fighters and or trainers can contact you about fighting on your cards? Aceboxing at hotmail.com. So for all you aspiring fighters, get, get in there and talk to Angelo DiCarlo. Absolutely. All right. I mean, uh, it's been an awesome chat, Ange, uh, and I thank you very, very much. You, you've been you, you've been amazing. You, you dropped a few bombs on us today, but, you know. A few. We can definitely. A few hundred. <laughs> Mate, it's, uh, it's, it's the truth. And, you know, people will try and shut us down, but they're not going to shut me down, I can tell you that, you know. so um, Because that's, I know, I've, I've been through the mechanics of the sport. So Absolutely. And one more before you go. Um, are you playing a role in having Tyson Fury fight in Queensland? Look, I was, I was involved when he came into the country because he was supposed to be fighting Dempsey McKean, which is one of my fighters. Since then, Dempsey's lost to the number one in the world. Okay, so Dempsey's back on a, um, how can I say, yeah, we're, we're going to put him back on track now. So Dempsey McKean was at the time 23-0 and undefeated and looked at, looked like he was going to be a potential fight. Um, but obviously that's that's on the back burner now because because he lost. So we would have to get him back on the, the winning uh, uh, trial because obviously he lost to Herkovic, who was number one, you know, number one in the world. So, so we'll see what happens. Does that mean negotiations with Fury are done and dusted for Queensland? 100% as far as I'm concerned. Because um, we haven't spoken since he was last in town. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you very much, Ange. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you, Ahmed. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the thank time you, and the effort. And let's hope we can get a message through that uh, that people see it as uh, constructive rather than uh, having a go at anyone in particular. Absolutely, mate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Angelo DiCarlo, thank you very much for joining us on Raw Sport. Take care, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Ange. Much.